0: Uh salams respected sheikh as i understand it taqwa means fear of allah are there different levels of this fear and if so what is the highest level assuming a person has achieved a very high level of taqwa should that person and, and should that person sin will his punishment be greater than a person of a lower level of taqwa
1: if some ulama have mentioned different levels of taqwa in the following way that one level of taqwa is to abstain from kufr and shirk. The second level of taqwa is to abstain from things that are prohibited. The third level of taqwa is to stay away from things that are disliked. The third, and the fourth level of taqwa is to stay away from things that are doubtful. And so if one would want, one could say the quote-unquote highest level of taqwa on this categorization would be to leave the things that are doubtful, and that is something that the Prophet ﷺ mentioned in the Hadith. Now, if there is a person who has been successful in leaving the prohibited, leaving the disliked, uh, and even was leaving the doubtful, and therefore was on this high level of taqwa, but then all of a sudden they commit a sin. Let's just say they do something that is prohibited. It's not clear to see whether they would be punished more. I know many times we may think that way. We think that, okay, the person knew better, he knew more despite all of the things that he or she knew, despite all of the graces that Allah SWT bestowed upon him or her, despite all of her ibadat, then they still committed a sin, so their sin is more. Uh, At the same time, we could say, well, maybe uh, that the effect of their sin may be less, because if they have an if they have a running current or a flowing river, in fact, our own Shaykh explained this once when he was explaining the nisbat, he said the nisbah is like a flowing river. Now, if you put a piece of dirt in a flowing river, because the river is flowing, it's going to be able to wash it away. Whereas if there was a dried up riverbed, and you started putting dirt over there, then the dirt would amass and it would have more of an effect. So if we were to use this analogy, then that person who has a lot of taqwa, who has a lot of good deeds, uh, we're more hopeful that if they fall into sin, their good deeds and their taqwa will be able to wash away their sin. We're hopeful that they will be able to quickly be restored to their state of taqwa. But at the same time, if you look at it from the other perspective, that the more one knows, and the more the more the more one knows about the Deen, and then still goes to sin, then it suggests that that sin is very, you know, very sinister indeed. I would reconcile these two positions by suggesting that if it's a sin of the nafs, uh, then we would take the first position. That, In other words, if it's a sin of the nafs, many times a person is in a state of temporary insanity due to their nafs, but we would hope that their river of good deeds and the river of taqwa would wash that sin away. However, if it's another type of sin, which is, uh, you know, other than the nafs, then it's possible that that person may get even more severely impacted by that sin. Hmm.
0: Jazakallah for the beautiful explanation, uh, Sheikh.